0: Edify means to enlighten, encourage, and uplift individuals intellectually, morally, and spiritually. And that's exactly what our Edify podcast guests do as they share practical wisdom on living our faith in public. I'm Scott Landry. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks for joining us on this Edify podcast. I'm here with Ryan Anderson, the president of the Ethics and Public Policy Center. Welcome, Ryan.
1: Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be with
0: you. So Ryan, you just recorded an Edify video on the transgender threat and another one on why Amazon erased your book. what gave you the passion to study these hot button issues and to teach so many in helpful ways uh, what's really at stake and how to explain or articulate these issues to the sure. world?
1: Sure, so you know there's a um, there's an episode of The Simpsons where it's either Homer or Bart where they say, you know the sweetest two words in the English language are default. And uh, to a certain extent, that's how this 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 happened. Um, you know, I never set out to you know, write four books you know, on marriage, marriage and religious liberty, religious liberty and discrimination, transgender issues, partly because you know, when I was in college, none of those things were you know, all that um, uh, uh, live as issues, with the exception of the marriage debate. Um, and so I think the way that I got into this was I went to a very liberal K through 12 Quaker school in Baltimore, and then I went to college at Princeton. And so all of my friends growing up uh, from the time I was like seven or eight years old until the time I was like 22, were more or less secular progressives. Um, and during my time at Princeton, President Bush issued his executive order on stem cell research, you know, banning uh, federal funding of embryo destructive research. Then a month later, the attacks of September 11th happened. And then two years later, the Massachusetts State Supreme Court redefined marriage, which is the first time that ever happened in our country. Uh, And I had all sorts of friends who obviously took very different positions than I did. um, And I just discovered that, you know, I had an ability to explain these things uh, and that they needed to be explained, right? It was actually like vitally important to be able to talk about whether it was the dignity of unborn human life, whether it was the justice of war and peace, whether it was the nature of marriage and the family in ways that could be accessible and um, persuasive to people who didn't share all of my underlying philosophical and theological um, convictions. And then, like I said, default um, from there, it's just been one thing after another Um, in different um, settings, different ways. You know, I ended up working for Father Newhouse for two years at First Things. I got a PhD at Notre Dame in political philosophy. And then I was at the Heritage Foundation for nine years. And now I'm the president of the Ethics and Public Policy Center, where... You know what we're trying to do on all of this is defend the truth in ways that are accessible to people who don't already agree with us about the truth. Right? This isn't just going to be red meat for the already converted. It's you know trying to get people who aren't with us to be with us.
0: So, those who have followed public policy are, are clearly aware of the Ethics and Public Policy Center. But we have new people watching Edify videos and listening to this podcast uh, who haven't yet been on your website. So, yep. what is the EPPC all about? What is your what is your main purpose? Uh, do you focus on a few issues, or do you essentially cover everything that's in public sure. discussion?
1: yeah so um EPVC was founded in 1976 so the bicentennial year of you know our nation's founding and you know it started out as kind of a cold war think tank and it was responding to you know the the, the blame american for, blame America first people um, and then it you know from there kind of doing some of the um, the ethics of war and peace and the Cold War and kind of nuclear deterrence et cetera et cetera it morphed into more of some of the domestic policy questions and there were a bunch of people who had served only on Leon cass's bioethics commission during the bush administration who then came to eppc um, and now because you know it's not so much the war and peace questions it's not so much um, embryo destructive research now that we have a lot of scholars working on family policy the definition of the family but also what sorts of government policies would promote family formation um, questions about big tech questions about gender ideology questions about the courts um, the past presidents, um, Ed Whalen, who I think many of our uh, listeners and viewers would know, he's a former Scalia clerk. He's been writing about the Supreme Court for all 17 years that he was president. And then before Ed was George Weigel. Uh, and most people know George as John Paul II's biographer. They're both now senior fellows at APBC, right? So they did their kind of tour of duty as the president. Um, and now, you know, in l- later years of their uh, um, scholarly life, they want to be just go back to being Pure scholars. Um, and there are a variety of other people. Mary Hassan, who I think probably uh, our listeners would know, is doing wonderful work on some of the gender identity questions. Roger Severino, who for four years was the director of civil rights in the um, Trump White House, the Department of HHS. He was undoing all the bad stuff that the Obama people had done. He's now a senior fellow running our kind of like HHS watchdog project. Uh, we hired Claire Morell, who was Bill Barr's assistant at DOJ. She's doing our big tech stuff. Um, Henry Olson, who I think got to Trumpism before Trump did, you know, understanding that we needed a working class pro-family uh, conservatism. He's one of our senior fellows. So it's, so it's a variety of people. Um, the DNA of EPPC is that we are a Judeo-Christian uh, research institution dedicated to the renewal of America. And, and the idea here is that like America at her best is when she's in keeping with the Judeo-Christian tradition. And when she departs from it, that's where we see some of the social, cultural, political, legal Problems, Uh, And so America and the Judeo-Christian tradition have something to say to each other, Uh, and our scholars are trying to elucidate that um, and ultimately promote laws and policies that will protect human dignity and promote human flourishing.
0: Our mission at Catholic Vote is to inspire people to live the truths of the Catholic faith in their public life. One of the reasons why Catholics don't always do that is because there can be consequences when you speak the truth. Um, In recent memory, there might not be another Catholic in the United States who has taken on more hot-button issues than you have. Most uh, folks uh, listening to this podcast now have not had a book erased from Amazon or by Amazon. What lessons have you picked up uh, teaching on these hot button issues that a Catholic who might be reluctant to uh, step out there and pass on what they hear in your Edify video or read in your book or any of the other content we have on Edify? What, what advice can you share for all of us in terms of how to take the criticism that might inevitably come and then how to respond to it?
1: Sure. I mean, I mean it's, a, it's an essential question. Um, I mean, I think one thing is really it's not about you. If you're trying to do any of this work and it's really about, you know, building your brand or puffing up your ego or showing how smart you are, it's not going to go anywhere. Um, That, you know, anyone who's trying to do work in this space, it needs to be about persuasion. It needs to be about taking people from where they are and moving them to the next step closer to the fullness of the truth. Um, Meeting people where they are with arguments uh, that are accessible to them. Um, I also think you can't go it alone. Um, so if you're going to be doing this sort of work, uh, working on controversial issues in the public square, you need to be a part of a community, um, both like a good work community. I had great colleagues when I was at Heritage. I have great colleagues now that I'm at EBPC, um, parish community, faith community, family, friends. This needs to be part of a larger uh, um, uh, endeavor. And then also you need to be grounded in your own faith, right? You can't give what you don't have. And so if you're not nourishing your own spiritual life, if you're not, you know, regularly receiving the sacraments, if you're not regularly engaged in daily prayer, you know, frequent reception of communion, frequent confession, et cetera, et cetera, it's going to, you're going to burn out or even worse, I think you're going to flame out, right? It's either you're going to, you're just not going to have the energy, the wherewithal keep going it, or you're going to make some grievous mistakes, right? And so I I think um, those would probably be my three top uh, pieces of advice. And actually now, as I say that, I have a fourth piece of advice. You gotta do your homework. Um, You know, I've seen some people who wanted to be doing good work in this area, um, and it was clear they didn't know what they were talking about, and they ended up doing more harm than good. Um, I've read thousands of pages about gender dysphoria and about transgender ideology, not because it's enjoyable, right? It's actually rather, it's both intellectually not interesting and it kind of can be depressing, but I have to know that stuff better than the person that I might be debating. And so when I do like a, a law school debate, um, I want to know the topic better than like the Harvard law professor who I'm debating because that way I know what they're going to say and I know how to counter it. Um, and I've had lots of law students come at to me and say, look, I don't agree with you. I don't know why you're wrong, but I know you're wrong, right? And, and little by little, we're pricking on consciences. And then it gives reassurance to the other students that, you know, actually what they believe is true. And sometimes people just need that affirmation that what they know in their gut connects with their head.
0: Where's the best place for Edify listeners to find out more and read more of your articles?
1: Sure, uh, just go to the EPPC website. It's an easy website to remember. It's eppc.org.
0: He's Ryan Anderson, president of the Ethics and Public Policy Center. Thanks for helping us, Ryan, edify Catholics so that together we can edify America. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this Edify podcast episode. One great way for you to help us reach more people is to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Thank you.